Welcome to the Time Out Podcast with Tony McGettigan. Because we all need a little time out from life. Well, you're very welcome to episode number 41 of the Time Out Podcast with me, Tony McGettigan. And uh, I'm very happy to say that my guest today is a Scottish female singer who, over the last couple of decades, has become a much-loved country music artist in Ireland and beyond. And uh, just to highlight this as well, which is uh, more so, a number of her albums that she's released over the years have gone triple platinum. So it gives me great pleasure to welcome Isla Grant on the Time Out podcast. Isla, you're very welcome. Thank you very much, Tony. It's nice that they've asked me to be on. It's lovely to, to speak to someone else in the business. Yes, well, it's, it's lovely to, to, to chat to you, Isla. It's the first time I've, I've spoken to you. Uh, how are you keeping yourself and Al? Yeah, we're fine. Uh, just getting a few more songs and uh, running through songs there's two selves at the minute because obviously we're in lockdown so um just kind of getting prepared and hopefully we can get back out again before the end of the year yes well that's the, i suppose the hope from all uh in the music business which has been has been badly had Taylor. but you've been you've been busy sort of keeping uh something you've been very good at down through your career Ayla, is writing songs and you've been busy doing that oh yes I mean, i'm always doing that anyway but it's been more so now and i think uh and, and more things to write about. People's uh, that that are really really low at the minute. They're kind of if you can kind of lock into how they're feeling and and put it into a song, um, it, uh, that can help as well. So well, there's lots of feelings going around at the moment. So I usually pick up the guitar and pen and paper. Yes, the pen and papers. It's hard to beat the I let it jot down. I'm sure you've done that many a time and. Well, it's the only way. To, it's the only way I do it because then I can sign it and do it, and that's the original draft for the song. So um, that hopefully in years to come, that'll be worth something for the family. Yeah, that'll be a nice thing, a nice memo to, to have. Island. A, a lot of songs that you know, I find that a lot of your songs as well, Isla, is um, the first few lines and songs they always say are very important. And when I look at a lot of your songs that you've penned. That's very evident when you look at uh, songs like "Mother" and "Mother's Chair." You know, uh, the, the first lines are, are are so are so lovely. You know. Well, it's. Uh, I think all the songs I write anyway, Tony, are all stories. I mean, most of them are about things that's happened to me, or things that's happened to the family, or about the family, and uh, and also, obviously, uh, I've written quite a few songs for Al um, about how I feel about him um, but as you said mother um, so it's, it's they're, they're nearly all stories I can always tell the audiences where the song came from that's um, nice, yeah. because because it's something that's happened to me in my life yeah well that's important for the person that's listening to it and Mother and Mother's Chair, two beautiful songs from start to finish. But I always find, you know, when you look at that first song, for example, uh, Mother, you know, I wish, I wish again that I could see the twinkle in my mother's eye. That's that's something that's if someone's listened to that song for the first time, Ila, that first line I think hooks them. To be honest with you. Well, I was really surprised. It's a song I never ever meant to record. Uh, I had written the song. It took me many years after I lost my mum to be able to put on paper 
exactly how I was feeling because it, I, mean, I was devastated. And it, I had recorded it at home and put it away in a drawer and Al heard it. And he said to me one day, you know, you've got to get that song out there and let people hear it. So many people are feeling exactly the same way that you are. So I, I decided to, to go into the studio, record it, and boy, am I glad because it went to, well, it was number two for I don't know how many weeks over in New Zealand and Australia. The only person that beat me over there was Michael Jackson when he died. He, yes. He outdone me. <laughs> but, uh, it, and it was it was huge, a huge hit as well in Ireland. Um, so it was, it was amazing. It helped me in a lot to know that so many other people were getting something from the song. Well, I think that's what you'll find, Isla, is, I suppose, the people that have, have gone through a loss, um, that have lost, like, you've unfortunately lost your mum, and like myself, uh, lost my own mum, and, like, I think that's what it does. Songs like that, Isla, they, they resonate with people that have experienced it in life, you know? Yeah, and it's, they can uh, it can be sad songs a lot of uh of feelings and it can actually make you feel better at the same time yes and that is uh, that is a good thing because it brings you back to happy times i suppose too you know? that's right and it brings your memory back to when you had your mum with you that's right and uh, definitely two lovely songs and and you were saying that um in the sort of pre-interview when we were talking Ayla, you were saying that mother's chair was written about uh, al's mum it was indeed. Um, I was when every time we used to go into Al's mum and dad's house, his mum would always be sitting on her chair at the fire, and always a big welcome when we went in. And he said to me one day, you know, he says, "I can, I miss going in and and seeing my mum's chair empty." He says, "I wish I could put it in." in a song, I wish you could write down how I'm feeling. And he went away out and had a walk with the dogs. And I was baking, I was actually making scones and I took off the penny and, and uh went through and lifted the guitar and by the time we got back I had the song written. Wow. And he I said, Is that anything like what you were meaning? He says it's exactly how I was feeling. So there that was that was written for Al's mum. Oh, that's a lovely meaning behind that song and I'm sure Al really appreciated that too. Isla, it's a great skill to have, you know. Well, it's a, it's a gift, Tony. I don't, uh, I don't uh, think that I'm anything really special, to be honest. It's, it's a gift that's been given to me by the man above, and I, I hope that I have used it in the right way. Yeah, the old accordion man. Can you talk? To uh, me, yeah. Can you talk to me about the, the old accordion man? Not a problem. I met uh, my old accordion man when I was eight years old. And my, my parents were farming people, dairy people. And once a month, there would, there would be a, a dance in the local hall, the local village hall. And mum and dad used to go to it every month when it was there. And I kept saying to them, you know, I want to go, I want, I want to go. I was, as I said, I was eight years old. And this time they, they relented and they said, okay, you can come along with us tonight. And when I walked into the hall, I looked up on the stage and here was this man sitting with the accordion and all his band around him. And uh, I looked up at my dad and I said, I want to do that someday. That was the first meeting I had with Jimmy Shan Sr. Jimmy Shan. And Jimmy Shan. That's who the song was written for. And when he was very ill 
his son phoned and said he was ill. And I said, well, I've written this song for your dad. Can I send it to you? And I sent it up on just on a, t- on a cassette. Yes. And uh, a couple of days later, um, Jimmy Jr. phoned and said that they had got this, the, the tape with the song on it. And I said, and what did the, the old man think of it? He said he absolutely loved it. But he was so ill with pneumonia. He says he, he, he couldn't say very much, but he says the tears were streaming down his face. And he says he absolutely loves it. So that's the old accordion man that was written for the wonderful Jimmy Shand. That's a lovely story, Isla. And it's just, isn't it nice? Just something from your childhood. And it, it obviously meant a lot to him. And it's great that he heard it. You know? Well, it's, it, it is. Uh, it's the one thing I'm really pleased about that he heard it before he passed. Yeah, definitely. A, a, a beautiful song. And, well, Isla, we talked about there, you, you just briefly mentioned. You know, when you were growing up, you, you were you were brought up sort of on a dairy farm. Yes, so I was indeed a wonderful childhood. Yeah, and what sort of uh, like dairy farm was it? In a sense of what primarily were you dealing with, Isla? About one hundred and fifty milking cows. Right, I see. So you were kept busy, I'd imagine. Oh yes, and I I loved it. I have two brothers as well that were involved in the the farm and as well. But um, I mean, I, I loved it. I loved. I love animals. I mean, I have great uh, a great love for all animals. And I used to have pet cows and pet sheep and pet pigs. I see. Um, it just it was it was a wonderful wonderful time in my life. Yeah, and that's it's, animals are definitely a, a great uh, gift to think from from above, uh, Isla. Oh yes. Uh, definitely so. And something else I want to touch on, Isla, is the fact that you do your own, you make your own jewellery. I do, and uh, I, I'm into photography. Yes. I'm very much into photography. This all happened because of lockdown. Um, I started doing wee bits and pieces of jewellery, and, and people were interested in it. But my real passion after the music is photography. And uh, we started, um, Al. Uh, very kindly went and got printers and presses and all the rest of it and were able to put the photographs onto slate um, or they can be put into frames. And that's gave me a, a, a big boost over this time, just having something else to do. And it's become very popular. I'm very pleased that people want to see the Isla Grant photos. Well, that's fantastic. But they're all Ella. they're all on the website anyway. That's right, and uh, you just might remind people of what that address is, Isla. The website address. It's Yes, and I actually have visited that in recent days, and I have to say, very impressed by what you have there, Isla, between your shop of uh, what you've done musically and your jewellery, and now the, the photos as well. Uh, it's def- yeah, it's it, it yeah. just it's kept us going uh, through this terrible time. I mean, it's. Because we can't actually get out with them and put them into a shop or anything at the moment, it's, people can only see them on the website. But the, it's nice to know that people are interested in it and that also Isla Grant has another interest apart from just the music. Well, I think that's what this, you know, this, this virus has done, uh, Isla. It's, I think, I a, think lo- so. a lot of people have, uh, I think, maybe figured things about themselves that they wouldn't have known beforehand. <laughs> That's right, and I think as well that they've come to appreciate family a lot more as well. That's you true. Know? That's true. So it definitely has had uh, positive effects, and no doubt, like everywhere, Isla, 
COVID-19 that's affecting everybody throughout the world and um, yourself and Alam share are, are uh, a great support to each other and your family of course at this time Well I have uh, two members of the family that's very much frontline workers my daughter-in-law uh, runs she's a manager for about eight different care homes um, Edinburgh, Glasgow, Stirling areas but she runs them so she's been kept busy with different things that's happening and her husband, my oldest son, is a, an inspector in the police and uh, he's been out very busy keeping his staff busy trying to to cope with everything else that's going on with the, with the virus too. So but we're seeing both sides of it. But of course, we haven't seen them. We're missing seeing them and the grandchildren. That's true. And, uh, you know, middle son's up in Aberdeen, so he's quite a distance away. We haven't seen him and... Youngest son's not too far away from us, so we, we see him. He's in our bubble, but uh, it's it's very difficult for people that can't just go and get a hug from their grandkids anymore at the moment, you know? It is a very testing time, I learned. Um, all we can do is kind of hope that things will improve in but, the, the you know, future. The, the va- yeah, the vaccines out there now, uh, we've had our first one. we get our second one in April, and I would advise everyone... To, to go out there when it's offered, go and get it. Yes. Um, because it's, it, it's maybe just a little flicker of light at the end of the tunnel. Well, I think we need that to cling on to. I think so. I think. Yeah. And then and get all the shows back on the road again, get all the musos out there again, and, and uh, bring a little bit of happiness to everyone. Yeah, so important. It really is. And Talk to me about your experience of Donegal, Isla, and uh, of course you've been here a few times, or probably more than a few times. But of of course, as well, you have a you, you know you're well and good friends with uh, Daniel O'Donnell and, and Margot. Yes, indeed. Yeah, they've they've been very good, Isla Grant. There's um, sort of special people in our hearts, and uh, Donegal as well, of course. I feel very much at home there. I always think it's a part of Scotland, to be honest. Well, it's very similar. They're very similar. <laughs> very similar. So I always feel like I'm going to my second home when I go over there. And we love doing the theatre in Letterkenny. And uh, it's just, we just, we love Ireland, to be honest. I mean, the papers here, the, when there was any big stories about Isla Grant in them, there was a, a double page in one of the main pa- pa- papers over here, and they had it up as the Emerald Isla. Yeah. <laughs> because they know how much I think about Ireland. Well, that's a, that is a nice <laughs> ring to it, Isla. <laughs> it has, isn't it? Emerald Isla, and that, that could be a, a name of an album in the future. But it just might be. Yeah, it just the, could easy be. But I must say, the first time that, you know, when I went from Larne to, to Karen Ryan, uh, when I got off there, on, uh, heading, to, heading into Glasgow, I have to say, like, the the, the Scottish, um, sort of, as you come along the coastline there, when you get off Cairn Right, yeah. it's just, it reminded me of, of Ireland in so many ways, but it also had its own distinction. Oh, yes, it, it, there's, there's a ruggedness about that uh, that part of Scotland as well. Yes. Um, along that, especially along the coastline. And if you go the other way, it's, it's, it's even more so. If you don't go the Glasgow side, you go the Newton Stewart side, um, round by the Isle of Whithorn. It's, it's, it's more so again. Yes. Um, so it's, there, there is a similarity that's, about it. That's, fant- um, that's fantastic, yeah. yeah. It, it, it really is, uh, it really is a beautiful uh, place, Scotland, and that, uh, that's a place I definitely hope to uh, visit more of in, in the future, uh, myself. And uh, 
I suppose I like, you, you have no idea roughly of the amount of songs you've written in your time. Um, must be coming up on oh three hundred, three fifty, something like that. A three thousand, that's a huge amount. And how many, how many of them would you've recorded, Isla? Would you? Well, I've record, I recorded ten albums, and they were all Isla Grant songs. That's that's an impressive. That's a nice thing to be able to say, Isla. And since since then, I've re- I've actually recorded another seven albums, and the majority of the songs on there were self penned as well. Yeah, that's a lovely so, feature. Yeah, well, it's it's. I always think that you know I've got to get my songs out there so people can hear them. There's no point in just writing them and putting them in a drawer. You've got to get them out there and let people hear the songs. You know. Well, that is uh, it's, it's important, Isla, when you take the time to as Al. Um, I'm quite. I'm glad that Al has discovered that in the past. You know, certain songs you might have been planning to keep to yourself, but isn't it great to be able to share them? With with the public. Oh yes, I think I think that was the start of knowing that it didn't matter how I was feeling when I was writing a song. If I was going through a hard time, um, especially after the car accident, I wrote the complete gospel song, and uh, it was really opened. My heart was open all the time I was writing it. I mean, I I laid myself bare in a lot of the songs, and but since then, people have said how much they helped them because. They were going through similar circumstances, so it's it's all good. Yes, and that that, that is what a lot of people, I suppose, um, in different genres, Isla, is they they, yeah. they they reflect songs on themselves. And I was sorry to to hear of that um, car accident, Isla. That must have been a a terrible experience for yourself and all. It was absolutely horrific. I was off the road for five years. I was told I would never ever go back up on stage again by the specialists. So it took five years, but. You know, it's it's uh, the, the the song I wrote for people after the car accident. The first song that I opened the shows with was a song I wrote to let them know how I felt, and that it's, it was called "A Dream Come True." Oh, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful song. <laughs> so that was that was my way of saying to them, you know, thanks for still being here for me when I come back out again. Yeah, it's not it's not lovely too, either though that you know the the amount of songs that you've written when you think of it, and and uh, it's a dream come true. That's a song I've heard covered a lot as well. It or it has been it's been covered by many many people, but a lot of the artists don't know why the song was written. Yeah, so it's a, and it was, that was it was written for everyone that was still there for me after the accident. It, it was a dream for you, I suppose, to be back on stage it was, performing. It was exactly. And do you find, Ayla, yourself being a songwriter, in a sense of do you find it's easier for you to express yourself in song than words? Oh yes. Yeah. That's that's where I pour everything into. Yes. That's fascinating, though, because so many singers have been, I would say, could say that in the past, Isla. You know. I mean, even letting letting my boys know as well that how, how I really feel. I mean, they know anyway how their mum feels about them. Very, very proud and love them to bits. But a, a song I wrote was called Sweet Baby Mine. Yes. And it, it has been such a popular song, especially over in Australia for some reason or other. They go wild for it. They just need to hear the intro for it and they're, they're up on their feet. Yeah. So it really meant something to them over there as well. That's, a, that's another lovely song. And you've, you've just, as I say, you've written so many and it's a, it's a huge amount of songs, 300, when you, when you say it like that. It must, it's quite staggering, really. Yeah, the, the, the only downside to it is picking the ones 
to put on the show when there's so many of them. That's right. It's not easy, I'm, I'm sure, for you picking, you know. Picking the ones that you think that people want to hear. Yeah, and uh, yeah, not easy, but I'm sure you you do a good job and just... Uh, oh, we get, we get there with yeah. it, Jesus. Lovely, yeah. But before I finish off the interview, Ayla, I just want to ask you, what other ways would be your favourite way to relax? Would you, do you, are you into gardening or anything like that? I'm very much into gardening. Yes. Love gardening, love photography, and I love baking. Baking. So, uh, yeah. baking, um, so I, I keep myself busy. Well, that's fantastic, Ayla, and it's, it's very important at this time. And um, Look, I hope all your listeners keep safe. If you're offered the vaccine, go and get it. It's very important. And just keep safe and hopefully we'll see you along the line somewhere. Yes, definitely. So, Isla, I definitely would love to just hear you perform live at, at some point. And it's, uh, it's been a great, uh, I have to say a big thank you. It's been a great honour for me to interview you. And a big well done to both yourself and Al for all you've done uh, in, in both your music. And continued success to you. Thanks very much, Tony. It's been a pleasure to speaking with you. Thank you very you much. Take care. Thank you very much. Take Ayla. care. God Maybe. bless. Okay, folks, that rounds up episode number forty-one of the Time Out podcast uh, with Mrs. Isla Grant. I hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, I know I certainly did. Listening to Isla telling them stories about the songs that she's written and uh, much more as well. Keep a lookout for episode number forty-two coming in the near future. But uh, until then, take care and goodbye. For more on the Time Out podcast, visit thetimeoutpodcast.ie. Thanks for listening.